The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down in gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the now defunct Blue Bonnet Bowl. The Blue Bonnet Bowl's first game was in 1959, and it was the result of the efforts of a civics group who were appointed by the Houston Chamber of Commerce back in 1958. It took just one year for the idea of the Blue Bonnet Bowl and its actual realization to occur. And in that year, the group managed to secure NCAA sanction obtain Southwest Conference approval, and obtain the right to be played in the Rice Stadium. The first game was played on December 19, 1959, and it matched Clemson versus TCU. In the first eight years of the Blue Bonnets Bowl's existence, the television contract grew from 16000 in 1959 to 180000 in 1967. So, in 1968, the game was moved to the Astrodome, which was the world's first multi-purpose sports dome stadium and was referred to as the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl. The Astrodome hosted the game until 1984. From 1985 to 1986, the Blue Bonnet Bowl returned to Rice Stadium. The last Blue Bonnet Bowl game was played on December 31, 1987, back at the Astrodome. The Blue Bonnet is Texas's state flower, and the Blue Bonnet Bowl typically featured a Texas school against some Division I-A foal. In fact, the Blue Bonnet Bowl featured a team from Texas against an out-of-state opponent in 19 of the 29 games. Now for some numbers. The most points scored in the Blue Bonnet Bowl, that was 47, and it was done twice. In 1973, number 14, Houston, defeated Tulane 47-17. to And then in 1977, number 20, USC, defeated number 17, Texas A&M, 47 to 17. The least points scored in the Blue Bonnet Bowl, zero. In 1966, Texas defeated Mississippi 19 to nothing. The highest ranked team to appear in the Blue Bonnet Bowl was number seven. Three number seven teams came into Houston. Twice they won, once they lost. In 1959, the first Blue Bonnet Bowl, the number seven team lost as Clemson defeated TCU 23 to seven. In 1965, number seven, Tennessee, defeated Tulsa 27-6. And in 1971, number seven, Colorado, defeated Houston, who is ranked number 15, 29-17. The largest margin of defeat in the Blue Bonnet Bowl was 40. Now, again, that was the 1973 game when number 14, Houston, defeated Tulane 47-7. The closest game in a Blue Bonnet Bowl game? Well, that was 3-3 three three tie. Texas 3, number 17, Alabama 3, 1960, the second Blue Bonnet Bowl game. Today, we have picked out nine Blue Bonnet Bowl games to feature. The accounts of these games are all taken from the New York Times article that was written following the bowl game. The first Blue Bonnet Bowl game is where we start. It was December 19, 1959. Number 10, Clemson faced number 7, TCU. Clemson won 23-7 in front of 55,000. The New York Times led with this article. Clemson's rally upsets TCU 23-7. The Tigers scored three times in the last period of the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Clemson's three-touchdown surge in the fourth period 
defeated a TCU team 23-7 in the first Blue Bonnet Bowl game. Gary Bonds, a 6-foot-4-inch sophomore, erased a 7-3 TCU lead by grabbing a pass from Harvey Witt and outrunning the Horn Frogs secondary on a pass run play that covered 68 yards midway in the final period. Just two minutes later, Lowndes Shingler passed for 23 yards to Tommy King in the end zone, and Clemson was in front 16-7. To seal the upset, the Tigers aired a 63-yard surge with Ron Scrudato rambling over from the one. Now let's move to 1964. It was December 19, 1964. Tulsa, 14, Mississippi, 7, in front of a crowd of 50,000. The New York Times held the game this way. Tulsa wins by a 14-7 in a blue bonnet bowl. Jerry Rome of Tulsa ran for one score and passed for another today to lead his team to a 14-7 victory over Mississippi in the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Rome, who rewrote many of the National Collegiate Athletic Association's passing records this season, proved he can run too, helping set up Tulane's first score with a 25-yard run in the midst of a 72-yard drive. The article goes on to say that Rome made 252 passing yards on 22 out of 36 attempts with three yards short of the bowl standard set by John Troll of Baylor. Only one of Rome's attempts were incomplete. A crowd of 50,000 sat in the on and off again rain to watch the game. Now let's go to 1965, December 18, 1965. Number seven, Tennessee faced Tulsa. Tennessee won 27-6 in front of 40,000. The New York Times remembers it this way. Tennessee is victor over Tulsa, 27-6 in the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Dewey Warren passed and ran Tennessee's to a 27-6 conquest of Tulsa today in the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Played in a driving rain before a crowd of 40,000. Warren, the hero of Tennessee's 37-34 season-ending victory over Rose Bowl host UCLA, completed three or four passes, including a four-yard scoring pass to Hal Wantland, and ran for two touchdowns. Four interceptions hurt Tulsa. Move on to 1967, December 23rd. Colorado 31, Miami 21, in front of 30,156. Now, this article starts off a little bit unusual. It begins with Anderson directs Blue Bonnet upset. Memo to Bob Anderson. Don't expect things to automatically start next semester where it ended Saturday in the Blue Bonnet Bowl. The warning might come from Bill Bradley of Texas who starred in the 1966 Blue Bonnet Bowl, that was the year before. As a sophomore quarterback, Bradley ran for 107 yards and scored on two touchdowns in that 1966 conquest to lead Texas to a victory over favored Mississippi. Texas was so superior that the Longhorn followers immediately began predicting 1967 would be the year of the horns. But Bradley did not live up to expectation and Texas posted a 6-4, one-loss mark that year. Again, that was last year. Anderson, so now for this year's game in 1967. Anderson was as impressive in this year's Blue Bonnet Bowl as Bradley was last year. He ran for 108 yards and scored two touchdowns to lead Colorado to a 31-21 upset of Miami. The next year, 1968, December 31st, 1968, Number 20, SMU, faced Oklahoma. SMU 28, Oklahoma 10, in front of 53,543 fans. The New York Times remembers it this way. SMU rally tops Oklahoma 28-27. Hickson passes for two late scores in the bowl game. Southern Methodist 
Chuck Hickson, the nation's number one passer, tossed two fourth quarter touchdown passes tonight. And then the Muscang squelched a rally by Oklahoma to gain a 28 to 27 victory in the 10th annual Blue Bottom Bowl. See, what happened in that game was Oklahoma went up seven to nothing in the first quarter. Now I'm just talking. They led 14 to six going into the fourth quarter, but SMU had outscored them 22 to 13 to secure the 28 27 victory. On to 1973, December 29th, 1973. Number 14, Houston faced Tulane. Houston, 47, Tulane, 7. 44,358 in attendance. The New York Times covered it this way. Tulane, 11, is routed by the Cougars, 47 to 7. Nobles, a quarterback, set up three touchdowns with long passes today as he ran for one as Houston chalked up a 47-7 victory over Tulane in the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl. See, the name had changed in the bowl game. The Cougars rocketed to a 21-7 halftime lead on touchdown runs of one and three yards by Leonard Parker, fullback, and a 75-yard touchdown run by Marshall Johnson. The Cougars, who ranked seventh nationally in rushing offense, broke the Bulls' total offensive record of 516 yards. The Cougars finished with 656 yards that day. On to 1978, Stanford, 25, Georgia, 22. That was the number 11 Georgia team, 34,084 in attendance. The New York Times covered it this way. Stanford in a comeback is a blue bonnet success. The script got rather confusing in the 20th Blue Bonnet Bowl football production last night. 11th ranked Georgia acted like a passing team and Stanford upstaged the Bulldogs with a Georgia-style comeback in the second half, with the exciting dramatization was over. However, it was Stanford that was carried out of its lines best with three touchdown passes in the third quarter en route to a 25-22 victory. On the 1979, number 12, Purdue faced Tennessee. Purdue won 27-22 in front of 40,542 fans. The New York Times held it this way. Purdue victor, 27-22, in the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Mark Herman hit Dave Young with a 17-yard touchdown pass with only one minute and 30 seconds remaining tonight to lead Purdue to a 27-22 victory over Tennessee in the 21st Blue Bonnet Bowl. Purdue, now with a one-loss record of 10-2, appeared to have the game under control in the fourth quarter, leading 21-6. But Jimmy Streeter, a quarterback, led a comeback by Tennessee, who finished 7-5. That game, now I'm just talking here, Purdue was up 14 to nothing at halftime and 21 to 6 going into the fourth quarter. But Tennessee outscored them 16 to 6 and still fell in a close 27 to 22 affair. On to the last Blue Bonnet Bowl, December 31st, 1987. Texas 32, Pittsburgh 19, in front of only 23,282 fans. Longhorns riddle Pitt's highly respected defense. It took Pittsburgh's defense one flight, its first of the game, to know what it was in for a rough evening against the Texas Longhorns in the Blue Bonnet Bowl Thursday night. Tony Jones, a Texas split end, knew what to expect after seeing the Panthers line up man-to-man defense, and he dashed in court a pass from Brett Stafford on a record 77-yard touchdown play, igniting the Longhorns to a 32-27 victory in the 29th annual bowl game in the Astrodome. Now, On October 12th of the next year, the New York Times ran an article that read like this. Officials cancel Blue Bonnet Bowl. 
the board of directors of the financially strapped Blue Bonnet Bowl voted Tuesday to cancel this year's game, scheduled on December 31st, and try to begin again in 1989. The feeling of the board is that it would not be practical to play the game this year, Al Warrington, the president of the bowl's board, said after a meeting. If a title sponsor appeared and insisted, we go on this year. We tried to do it. Well, the game was discontinued following the 1987 season due to poor ticket sales and a lack of a title sponsor. And that was it. No more Blue Bonnet Bowl. But see, maybe that was not it. Because history remembers there was a time when in the state of Texas, in the city of Houston, a team from Texas, more often than not, faced off against all comers. The bowl rose in popularity in the 1960s. And then by the 1980s, attendance dwindled. And finally, the bowl became just another defunct bowl game. But there was a time, there was a time, and what a time it was. The Blue Bonnet Bowl, a bowl that was the pride of Texas. Dare I say, we will never see the likes of it again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.